Thank you for calling the Taboo Talks hotline. This is Melissa speaking. How may I assist you? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Taboo Talks hotline. I am your host, Melissa James, creator of Sweet TT, which is a taboo concierge service connecting you to different brands, products, and events that society has deemed inappropriate. So I thought I would take this episode to formally introduce myself and tell you how the hell I came about creating this taboo brand because it's kind of a story, it's all over the place, so hop along for the ride. Okay, we've got to rewind back to 2016. Um, I was living in LA at the time, which was my dream city, dating a guy I thought I was in love with, working for a fashion designer living in this super chic apartment with a rooftop pool and to top it all off my bff lived right across the hall from me like from the outside looking in life was bitchin so as you guys all know life isn't what it seems and because this is my life which is traumatic and dramatic um little did anyone know that i was dealing with the loss of my stepdad Um, which totally sent me into a quarter-life crisis and definitely didn't really have the support system in place to deal with this loss. So um, I do get myself into therapy uh, pretty much right away. And um, this all happened in March. And then that December, my mother and I decided it would be a good idea to escape the country and go to Australia for the holidays and visit some friends and family because she lived there once upon a time. And I don't know why I said family, like family friends, I guess you can say that are like family. I don't know. So this is going to be a little bit cringe to admit and very first world problems, but like I had zero appreciation for being on that side of the world. Like it was beautiful and but mentally, I was just not there. I was feeling really, really sorry for myself. Um, I don't know if you guys experienced this uh, for any of those who have lost a parent, but you look at your life, I don't know, from like a weird microscopic bird's eye view. I don't really know how to explain it. And you just start assessing, okay, what do I want? Is Am I settling? Um, can I have more? Like life just becomes, I don't know, uh, more precious. And, you know, then also being a woman in a patriarchal society, I was looking at 30, like I was about to expire or something and had this extra pressure that I needed to figure life out, I guess you can say. So instead of enjoying myself in this sunny, beautiful Australia, I am spending my free time boohooing at Bondi Beach, buying shit that I don't need to fill the void that I'm ignoring and sipping on way too many sips of tequila. So uh, there's this beautiful path uh, between Bondi and Bronte Beach that overlooks the Pacific Ocean and there's rocks and it's just stunning. And I decide I'm going to go pop a squat because I was hysterically crying and did not want to further embarrass myself (laughs) in public. And I was just going to go have a chat with God or the universe or whoever it is that you believe in. Um... So I'm asking God, the universe, what is next? Um, I'm having this realization that I'm settling in my life. I've got all these, you know, 
horrible loops that I'm in and I, I knew that I needed something else. So my mind gets brought to a memory from when I was like 18 or 19 years old, which was around 2010, um, when I watched the Victoria's Secret fashion show for the very first time. And I remember watching all of the models strut down the runway with such confidence. And I was like, fuck, where do I choose that? Where do I find that? Where, where can I? So naturally, you know, through the the show continues and I'm hooked. I'm ready, like packing my car so I can go sleep at the Smith Haven Mall parking lot. So I could be the first customer because that's how dramatic I am. I just, you know, right then and there knew that everyone who wears lingerie deserved to have that, you know, angel experience, if you will. So, um, unfortunately, the show ended with a commercial that concluded with this, like, what your woman wants this holiday season. And that was like a dagger to my heart. And I was like, why the hell does it have to be about men? Like, mind you, this is amongst like the bombshell era where everybody had their like leopard push-up bra that literally made your boobs look like you had just gotten a boob job. And we were nowhere close to the women empowerment quote unquote trend, but still I knew, oh my God, this is even fucking cringer to say. I knew I had to get in the industry and be that change I wished to see in the world. So I come back to life and I'm looking out of the Pacific Ocean on these rocks and I start wiping away my tears and being the Capricorn that I am, I uh, get up, I walk back to the house that I was staying in and got to doing some research on what my life was going to be next. I knew I wanted to be in the laundry industry. And uh, then I had this sort of epiphany that because in 2016-17, blogging was all the rage. And like the damn VS leopard push-up bra, everybody had a blog. So... Going back home, I get this idea that I was going to create a lingerie blog geared for millennials to learn about other lingerie brands and boutiques other than Victoria's Secret because there are so many good ones out there and we just don't really know them. Now, again, first world problems, not problems here, but I just want to be like completely transparent. At this time, I also came into a pretty sum of money. And being the unmedicated, impulsive, void-filling human I was, I decided I was going to turn this idea into a trip of a lifetime where I would travel the world reviewing different lingerie brands and boutiques and sharing them with everybody. (laughs) Phase one of this trip, I was going to do a cross-country drive from California to Long Island, New York. And during this trip, I stopped in Phoenix, Arizona, where I saw what is called now Story Essentials, which is this cute, luxe, trendy boutique in Scottsdale. Um, Highly recommend. I love the owner there. Um, Really cool, down-to-earth vibes. Um, After Phoenix, I drove down to Tucson to visit my aunt. And there were three stores that I saw, the first being Alice Ray Intimates, which is more of like 
what I call a generational store where mom brings daughter, daughter brings daughter, and so on and so forth. Um, they also uh, specialized in mastectomy bras as well. So if anybody is looking for that, that's a great store. I also went to the bra spa, which was a very unique concept, which was really catered to you. You didn't really do much of the shopping. It was like, hey, let me see what you got going on and we're going to pull product for you. And store number three in Tucson is Bravo Boutique, where um, I actually got this really cute Marley's Deckers strappy bra that is amazing to wear under low-cut shirts and dresses. But the store is called Bravo Boutique, and uh, it's more of like your luxury brands there. So um, you've got quite a few different options in Tucson. Now, from Arizona, I drove to Texas and did a pit stop um, at the Prada Marfa store, which is like on the border of um, Mexico. And it's like meant to be this installation. And I tell you this, that um, this story, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I guess I think it's funny. Uh, I'm like taking pictures or attempting to because I didn't have like a selfie stick or a stand at the time. And uh, all of a sudden I see this like truck coming towards me like super fast. And I was like, holy fuck, like it's, it, and it says like border control on it. It's got the lights going. And I'm like, fuck, how do I tell this person? Because my passport was at the U.S. Embassy getting cleared to do um, for my student visa. And um, so I had no clue how to tell this guy. I had no clue how I got into Mexico because I didn't have a passport. So finally, this guy comes up and I'm like fucking shaking in my boots. Like, again, how do I explain this story? And he was like, oh, hey, I saw you. Do you want me to take your picture? Like the fucking drama that goes into my head is astonishing. Okay. Anyways, from Prada Marfa, I went to Austin where I stopped at the Petticoat Fair. And like Alice Ray, this is a generational store and family owned. I love the owners. They're so cute. I see them when I go to the trade shows. Highly recommend if you're in Austin. From Austin, I drove to Houston, which is um, and saw the store Top Drawer, which is like a Disney world of lingerie stores. And you can pretty much find anything you want there. Then from Houston, I went to New Orleans and I saw Trashy Diva, which is more of like your erotic goth corset type stuff. Um, and then from New Orleans, I went to Memphis and saw Coco and Lola's Midtown Lingerie, which is definitely more um, occasional wear, if you will. Fun store, highly recommend. And then Trousseau is on the other side of town, which again is like another generational store. Uh, very cute, family-oriented. So, and by the time I got to Memphis, I was, like, done driving and went right back to Long Island and needed a break. Phase two of this trip was when I was supposed to go, or going from New York to London. And my plan was to just spend a summer in London studying the short courses offered at the London College of Fashion on lingerie, swimwear, design, and making. Um, and I thought since, you know, I was going to review these products of lingerie, I should know what goes into like the construction and making of it. Like maybe my reviews would sound better. <laughs> and uh, that was all fine and dandy, except on all of these courses, it was like, please have intermediate sewing experience. And I was like, yeah, that one time when I sewed a pillowcase with my grandma when I was 10 or 11, got this. 
and (laughs) I didn't have it but I had a lot of passion and like I poured my whole heart into it and the tutors were like listen we can tell you're trying and this is sad that you can't keep up with everyone else but we think you should drive for the full-time program and I'm like fuck I have this trip of a lifetime that I think that I'm gonna do like I can't just go first country and settle you know and then by the end of the summer the next thing I know I'm fucking enrolled in the full-time program and low-key was the best decision I ever made and in this time of uni I sort of flipped it with the content creation you know spending 10 hours a day at uni and then coming home and having to do you know uni work on lingerie and then I just wasn't I didn't have it in me to like go and then talk about more panties I needed something else to spark my brain I guess you can say so I sort of fell out of love with content creation and decided to take a a few months break when COVID hit. I was like, I'm just going to focus on me because with my visa issue, I couldn't really go back to the States and I had this apartment lease and I was just like, all right, I'm just going to stay here. And uh, where was I going with this? Lost my train of thought. So anyways, during COVID, my friend recommended that I watch this show, I May Destroy You, which is a BBC series. Um, written by Michaela, I should know her last name, but I am, it's not coming to me. Um, anyways, this was such a mindfuck to learn about consent and how I didn't, I was not taught about consent when given like the sex talk from my parents. So being the nosy bitch that I am, I went to Instagram and... Uh, asked you guys what um, if consent was also a part of your sex talk and out of the 375 people that participated 71 of us said no and 71 71 percent of us said no and 29 percent of you said yes and I was like this is wild and this is exactly when taboo talks was born because I realized like we're all fucking sent out into the world with little to no navigation on like what the hell we're doing. So figuring maybe we can, you know, talk about things openly and maybe, you know, adjust things along the way so we're not being harmful towards ourselves and other people. So that's really it. That's how I came from starting a lingerie blog to hosting these taboo talks and hard conversations. Um, yesterday was actually our 97th talk and we're coming up on 100 on the 21st of June and I'm thinking we should do something really fun and I'd love to hear some ideas from you guys. So you can either DM me on Instagram at Hotline, or email me tabutonic at gmail.com with your thoughts. I am so appreciative for you guys listening to this story. Hopefully it wasn't too all over the place. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next Thursday where I finally spill the tea on my first ever fetish event. So thank you guys. See you later. Bye.